broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is brought to you by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Nationwide or worldwide, there will always be a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. Boost Mobile, everything you've always wanted in a mobile carrier. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Championship taste for lunch, dinner, or a pregame feast. Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com for all of your hockey needs on ice or in line. By OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Visit us at OxyPow.com. UNLV Hockey, ACHA D1 Hockey, World Class City. By M-Drive, take our short quiz at mdriveformen.com and see which M-Drive fits your lifestyle. By Summer Skates, show off your team pride with shower shoes and koozies for the whole squad. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. Buy Burrito Express, six East Valley locations for great taste and great value. Go to burritoexpress.com to find the location near you. And buy the University of Arizona Wildcats. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the icetimehockeysw.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, to uh, Podcast After Dark. Um, <laughs> this certainly was not intended tonight, uh, but man, oh, man. Um, uh, Scott Strandy joining you from just outside the Budweiser Event Center, beautiful Loveland, Colorado, tonight. Uh, just completed an AHL game between the Colorado Eagles and the Texas Stars. My co-host, as always, Stephen Marsh, joining me from Las Vegas, Nevada. Stephen, what do you think? Podcast after dark, or or for Paul Hornstein, it's every podcast because <laughs> <laughs> on the East Coast, yeah. on the East Coast, him back there on on the palatial yeah. state in Long Island. When you do right. these podcasts, six thirty, seven thirty, whatever time zone we're in, and then two hours, three hours later there in New York, it's nine thirty or ten thirty, whenever we do them. So it's 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 an every podcast thing for him. So we we better not. But uh, for us, yeah, it's unusual to do it this late, but for good reason. Well, absolutely. I and mean, if people uh, and if people listen to this on archive, it's they're going to listen to it whenever time, you know. But sure, the people that yeah. are listening to us live, of course, right now, which we hope is some people, then yeah, it's a little bit different time than normal. But I will tell you, it's um, cooling down. It is a uh, fifty-three degrees right now in uh, Loveland, Colorado. Just finished a game, as I said, between the uh, Colorado Eagles and the Texas Stars. A four-one victory for the Eagles. Had a chance to visit. Vegas fans, don't get mad at me, with uh, the Colorado Eagles, Dylan Secura. And, uh, man, oh, man, he's off to a fast start. A fast start. Scored again tonight uh, on the power play, playing with uh, Alex Newhook on a line, and they are just getting better and better and better. And what a great guy. I mean, just had a great conversation, so look for that tomorrow um, when we have a chance to uh, get it edited and put up. But, man, it's just uh, – it's just incredible to uh, to see the amount of talent that there is at all levels. But this is club hockey. This is ACHA hockey. This is WCHL hockey. And, Stephen, this is the moment I think we've been waiting for for a long time. <laughs> the computer rankings came out, and uh, finally they kind of got it right. Should we do a drum roll? Nice, nice job. Nice the number job. one team is not Lindenwood, believe it or not. <laughs> How? How does that not happen? Okay. Here. Oh, there we go. Oh, you yeah, oh, have a drum nice. roll. Nice. Nice. Is that, was that you or was that the executive producer? That, I think that was Terry doing that. That wasn't me. Wow. I, I have no drum rolls. I'm <laughs> barely say, wow. awake. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Anyway, uh, Minot State number one, Lindenwood falls to two. How that happens, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't understand these computer rankings. I don't. Uh, I don't understand them either. But at least they're getting a little bit closer uh, as the uh, 
the WCHL, the Western Collegiate Hockey League, of which we cover the complete conference, the complete league, now is posting five teams in the top 15. That, my friend, is impressive. That means if the if the season ended right now, uh, all 15 teams or all five teams would go to the national tournament. Yeah, and 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 we have a coach uh, Cook is listening from uh, Missouri State, so we welcome him. This uh, thanks, thanks for staying up with us. But uh, his team is should be happy. Didn't get the result they wanted out here in Las Vegas last week, but they are with the start that they've had. They're in number seven. UNLV at number eight. Central Oklahoma is the highest of the teams in the WCHL at number five. Utah finally gets some recognition that they deserve, and they're in the top 25 at uh, 15. Arizona just ahead of them at 14. And then you can even throw in Arizona State, which is not in the top 20, but they're in the top 25, hanging on at 24. So when you put them in there, that's, I think, six teams. But uh, certainly Six five. teams in the top 25, but here. Five, five in the Right now, five would be in the tournament feet, uh, right. field and, and probably would be. It, granted, some auto bids. Well, it's too early to think about all that. But, yeah, five five teams look like they would be in right now. So Well, they would because there's yeah. only like three auto bids, three or four right. auto bids. So they would uh, – all those teams, if they stay where they're at, would be in. And uh, Grand Canyon's played well. Arizona State, as you mentioned, and at number 24, they've played well. Um, Colorado and Colorado State are going to do battle this weekend. Um, right up here in Fort Collins, not far from where I'm at tonight, and uh, and we'll see we'll see what happens. But you know, um, here's the deal: you and I have been talking about this uh, for a long time. We said we think the WCHL is going to be the best conference. I think they're showing it already early in the season, and I don't think they're going to get worse. I think they're going to get better as the season goes on. All of the teams, and uh, you know what I've said, Stephen, from top to bottom. I think uh, we're going to see the uh, the best conference by far. So, um, ouch, I just pulled a muscle in my back trying to pat my back. Ah, darn it. Okay, I'll I've keep been, doing, I've been warming it. Up I'll keep the doing bu- it. I've been warming up in the bullpen all night. The World Series is over with. The Atlanta Braves are the world champions. So now I have the bullpen all to myself. I was able to warm up and get ready for the, the patting on the back there. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm still patting the back, but I may have thrown my shoulder out a little bit. It uh, might take a visit to the joint to get it fixed up tomorrow. But anyway. Well, that'll affect your golf game, Scott, if you want. <laughs> what golf game? <laughs> anyway, they, uh, it, it's nice to see the computer taken over. And uh, finally, this subjectiveness of, uh, of people that maybe don't get a chance to see it all. I'm certainly putting the blame on them because you can't watch everybody. But come on. You know, you just can't go, oh, well, I know that team, so they're going to be in the top 25. Oh, I know that team. They're in the top 25. You got to look and see what they're doing, who they're playing, who they're beating, who they're getting beat by. Um, so that's my soapbox tonight. But so many things to talk about. Um, this one is is uh, front and center because um, – it's validation. It's validation for Utah, Missouri State, UCO, uh, UNLV, Arizona. Uh, just go right down the list. It, it's validation for their hard work. Yeah, and and you look at those teams, and those are the teams that deserve to, to be where they are. And it just shows you the strength of the, the WCHL and how good these, these teams are. Um, you know the rankings as they as we to remind people about how those are calculated. Let me find it here. There's some math involved, which I know, which might make some people's head hurt. So Scott, don't uh, don't, don't, your, do your, your, at, don't do that. Don't do that at night. I mean, it's 10:28 p.m. right here local. <laughs> well, but time. people might listen to this at eight in the morning, and they might be able to handle it. So, uh, <laughs> or or three three in the morning, or whenever they listen to it. I mean, um, so basically, it's. It's a um, it's the use of two computer rankings. Uh, ranking A, which is a wins with maximum goal differential of seven, so and then ranking B with wins with a maximum goal differential of one. Somehow they come up with an average of the two rankings, uh, and then they use the list generated from the average for his weekly. There will be a test on this later, people. So make sure you take good notes here. Ties will be broken using the higher ranked team from ranking B until the top twenty five teams are listed. And then also to note, too, all games that go to overtime will be scored as ties in the computer ranking. So there. Now now there'll be a test on, on all this later. So hope you took good notes. Oh, yeah, I took really good notes. I, I'm thrilled about that because that made no sense. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll go ahead and say that it did. Um, 
And uh, you know, I was I was talking texting with somebody about the rankings today, and I said uh, who you who well, who you know as well. And I I said, well, you know, it, we're so excited when the first computer ranking comes out because you know we we've looked at the coaches poll and we we we've talked about how. It really doesn't make sense. It's biased. It's it's meaningless, really, whatever word you want to use. So we get excited when the first computer ranking comes out and we see, okay, this is this is how it should be. But then instead of take it two or two or three weeks and we're gonna be doing a show probably and or talking with people and we're gonna be griping about the this team not getting fairly ranked and the computer not doing this and all that. So it's not gonna so we'll enjoy the computer ranking, we'll welcome it this week, and then in three weeks from now we'll be we'll probably making some sort of complaint about the the computer well, rankings. Yeah, well, I've already started that. You heard me in the top with uh, <laughs> with yeah. one and two. But anyway, um, here's the thing. Um, it's not so much the that maybe there's bias or people not watching. That's not the part that frustrates me. What I'm saying is if you're going to go by computer rankings, if that's ultimately what you're going to do, then just don't put rankings out until the computer can start doing it. Because here's what happens, Stephen, and you know this as well as I do. Um, the novice fan, the parent, the, the, the maybe the, the regular fan, they don't fully understand what's going on. And they get frustrated. They, they watch their team rattle off four, five, six wins in a row. And they go, how come we're ranked below somebody that's uh, got a two and three record or a two and four record or a two and five record? They don't get it. And uh, so why, why mess with it? Why, why upset your fan base? Why upset your parents? Why, why do any of that? Just leave it as unranked and say, hey, you know what? The first weekend in, in November – is uh, is when we're going to come up with the rankings and we're going to go from there. Uh, and then you illuminate all that stuff. And then everybody waits till Halloween and they go, I can't wait to see those rankings. You know what I mean? I do. I think the other side of this is that they, I guess they want oh, some. Don't go to the other side with me. <laughs> well, there's always there's there's always two sides of stories. Well, sometimes there's three sides of story. There's one there's the one side story. There's the other side story, and then there's that there's the truth. But that's a different <laughs> subject. But uh, there there's a uh, you know if you look at the other side of it though, and it, when you look at the early season and you and you, I guess they put out a sort of a coach's poll kind of a ranking thing to maybe a chance for the teams to really promote themselves and say, Hey, we're number this and we're playing number this team. Maybe it gets their fans excited, more excited for a game. Not that you should have need a something like that to get a team, ex uh, fans excited to come watch your team play. But they, they say, Oh, you're, you're number 18 and you're playing a number 13 team. You know, that seems like a more intriguing, especially early in the season, like in October where, you know, maybe as you get towards the season and the computer rankings are involved, then it's a little bit easier. But sometimes those early games when you really want people to come and support you in those first games, having that some sort of ranking thing, even if it, even if it's done by coaches, kind of gets is your chance to put promote on your your websites. Your is your word you like to use relevancy, relevancy, and and trying to get their their games uh, built up and and some of the opponents they they play but but yeah i mean it, but yeah the other side of that is you know the side you were talking about it, the fairness of it and you know it's the same teams that are basically ranking you know ranking themselves or ranking the, the the small group of teams that are in that but well and and let's not forget the ACHA men's division 1 there's a lot of teams in there and they're spread all throughout the country um so you 68 you know, teams i believe at the division 1 level yeah so it it's very similar to to NCAA hockey and uh, NCAA obviously uses the pairwise system, uh, which is a computer rank system. Um, and they'll come out. They, they also have polls. They have coaches polls. They have uh, media polls. Um, there's a Super 16 out, Stephen. I don't know if you heard about that, but uh, that's the College Hockey Southwest Live Super 16 NCAA poll. We like to think that's the best. We think that's the top 16 teams in NCAA hockey. So I think we're getting really, really close to having to do one for ACHA because um, – I think our opinion matters. <laughs> you didn't even answer that. I thought maybe you'd start laughing. <laughs> well, I certainly certainly hope it would matter. I mean, we do this show, and we, we hope that people listen and want to value what we have to say, but maybe we don't have any value of what we say. But uh, Oh, hope. shush, 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 shush. <laughs> don't even get that rumor started. Don't give anybody the chance to say that. Um, 
Okay, so let's do this. Let's take a quick break. Let's come back and let's talk a little bit about what we've seen so far from the Western Collegiate Hockey League. Then let's talk about the uh, the big tournament going on uh, in Chicago in about two weeks. And, and maybe and maybe we should recap too the some of the games that took place last week and to kind of get where we are and, and we can do an update exactly. on the, the WCHL standings too because that's that's important to look at too and and I will kind of help maybe feel where the you know where the rankings are too. So we'll touch on that too when, after the break. I'm with you, my friend. Let's take a quick break. Let's come back. Everyone stay awake, please. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. UNLV Rebel Hockey, located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. Your hometown hockey team. Your West Collegiate Hockey League champions. Your Arizona Wildcats. Tickets for Arizona hockey are now on sale. Support your Wildcats as they battle ASU for another Cactus Cup championship and more at the Tucson Arena. Your hockey team, your Arizona Wildcats. Call 791-4101 for tickets now. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Hi, I'm Hunter Cooley, captain of the Missouri State Ice Hockey Bears, and you're listening to Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, indeed we are, Hunter. We thank you for that as well. We, you are listening to Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy with you outside the Budweiser Event Center in beautiful Loveland, Colorado, where it's a now 52 degrees. So if we stay on much longer, it'll be down to freezing, and uh, I still have an hour drive back to my hotel. So... <laughs> Stephen Marsh, my co-host, is always joining me from Las Vegas and not quite that late. It's uh, an hour earlier out there. Stephen, daylight savings time. So all of a sudden, Arizona is going to be back on mountain time where where it should be. Yes, they will be on no, mountain nothing, time. Nothing on that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. You don't care about Arizona at all, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very happy with Arizona. They, they may or may not gotten Aaron Rodgers uh, out of the lineup for uh, for Sunday. <laughs> uh, and by the way, this COVID stuff, yeah. it's still around, folks. I it mean, is. just ask Sidney Crosby, ask Aaron yeah. Rodgers, ask a lot of people in uh, San Jose. Um, you know, Although we're finding out more about the Aaron Rodgers situation, but this is a hockey show. We won't yeah, leave that you, stuff out of it. But still, though, yeah, it's COVID still, still out there. But, yeah, it's the Sydney. You kind of take it seriously. And I'll yeah. tell you, tonight there was 5,065 fans in the Budweiser Event Center. That's impressive, um, considering considering oof. the Avs were playing tonight, too, at home. So that's impressive. It, and it was a Wednesday night. A Wednesday yeah. night in Loveland, Colorado, and everybody came out to see their Eagles, and the Eagles uh, actually uh, played Pretty darn well. I, you know, for me, well, it was fun. They, they, it was fun, the, Stephen, because because I had some Minnesotans to watch. Oh yeah, you always love those watching those Minnesotans. You're, uh, yeah, and it's. Do, do you want me to go through the list of Minnesotans? I don't think we do. We have, <laughs> do we? Even, we don't have enough time for that, do we? <laughs> 
Uh, Minnesotans on the air before midnight. Uh, anyway, uh, got to see uh, Mr. Ottinger uh, in goal for Texas. He, he was impressive, even though he lost four to one. I thought he was very good. Um, got to see uh, Riley Tufty, a bulldog who plays for uh, Texas. Well, got to see him in a fight. He lost. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, we saw a few fights tonight because uh, these two teams don't like each other, in case you were wondering. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's a team that they didn't get to play last year. This is an out-of-division game. That's the nice thing about this this more normal season for the AHL. The, the teams in the Pacific Division will play some games out of their division. I know Henderson will play against a couple of teams that's not in the not in division, but um, so I I'm not as familiar with that rivalry between Colorado and Texas, but from what you sounds like it's uh, sounds like it's a pretty tense rivalry. Okay, so jump into the uh, WCHL standings like you promised us. Sure. So let's let's look at those. Uh, let's see here. I guess I should have had it up if I was going to talk about them here. Here we go. I'm not afraid to let people know I wasn't prepared. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, WCHL standings. So after the games of October 30th, and we'll get to the results of that in a minute, Central Oklahoma leads the way. Uh, still, they didn't play last weekend. So they were they were off, but they they they're at the top. Well, they're tied for the top, really, with 18 points. Uh, with Missouri State, Missouri State, and I know if Coach Cook is watching. I know he'll agree. Of course, they didn't have a good trip to Vegas. Obviously, it was uh, a long bus ride there, and then they had a couple of what flat games in, in from their view, and then obviously the long bus ride back. But they're still tied at the top against Missouri uh, against uh, Central Oklahoma. They're at 18 points, so still a lot of season left for for them, and and they'll be certainly much improved for their for their next series uh, this weekend at Oklahoma. Uh, Arizona right there at 17, but they've played more games. They've actually already played 11 league games, Arizona has. So they, they're, uh, even though they're in number three right now, they have played the most games of anybody in the league. And they're going to have a couple more league games this weekend, I believe. So that'll go up even more. But they're at 17 points. But they have a majority of their games now at, at, on the, at home. So they are pretty good at home. But um, it's certainly not as a dominant team as they have been in the past. Um, but like I said, there's still some season left. Then you got uh, UNLV's at uh, 14 points, Utah's at 11, Grand Canyon is at eight points. But they've played five games, so they they still have some chance to to make some movement there. And Colorado, Arizona State, Colorado State, and Oklahoma round out the the standings. But um, yeah, I think it's kind of the way it, way it goes um, in regards to that. We look at some of the scores from from Friday night. Those will load up here real fast. I know, as we mentioned, uh, let's see. Uh, Missouri UNLV beat Missouri State four to two on on Friday night at City National Arena. Uh, Colorado State played at Jamestown. That wasn't a league game, but it was. Uh, they were at, on the road against Jamestown and won in overtime. So congrats to Colorado State on that win against a good team in Jamestown. Uh, let's see. There's also the. Utah and Arizona, and that game went to a shootout. So Arizona won two to one. But the way the WCHL works, Arizona got two points because it was an overtime shootout win. Utah got a point for being an overtime or a shootout loss. And actually, if you go back to what I said earlier, this is the the test I was referring to about the uh, rankings, the computer rankings. Overtimes and shootouts are going to be considered a tie in the in the computer rankings. So uh, important to note there. And then Colorado at home against Oklahoma, winning two nothing on Friday. So then we go to Saturday real quick, and we'll recap those games. So we'll start with UNLV uh, dominating Missouri State five to one on Saturday night, a, a great game in front of a great crowd on on Trunk or Tree Night. That was our ITHSW WCHL game of the week, which people can see on the website and on the YouTube page. Some great uh, sound with the. Uh, Cliff Cook, who we've mentioned on the show tonight a few times, I, I love the backdrop we did of him putting him right in, right in behind, uh, right in front of the Golden Knights poster there in the City National Arena on the second floor there, just so we have a, a little Vegas flair there. So <laughs> that was that was fun. <laughs> what was oh, fun? He, he me, might kick you for that eventually. Well, what was fun about that? Inter- <laughs> what was fun about that interview? So that I had we had that as the backdrop. I thought that would be a cool backdrop. But then as the interview was going on, we had these screaming kids going around on the floor there. And you might people might be able to pick it up in the background. The mics, the clip on mics I had did a good job of draining a lot of it out. But you still hear these kids screaming around. And then at uh, one point, it was such a loud bang. 
Cliff stops for a second and and then we say, you know, it's Vegas and everything. That was a funny moment. And then when the interview was over, it got quiet again. And it was like and then we're like, well, the kids are gone. Well, well you know, now now that we're done with the interview, there's there's no more screaming kids. So that was that was kind of a a fun moment there and, and people will see that on the on the video but <laughs> and then of course uh so that was that was fun um i'm sure that was probably the only th entertaining thing moment for for him and for the team that weekend because you know as i said the team uh, didn't didn't win like they wanted to but um jamestown beating colorado state on saturday night in jamestown and then uh let's see here and then Arizona beating Utah four to two, and then Colorado beating Oklahoma five to three on Saturday night. So Colorado getting a couple of league wins against Oklahoma. So congrats to Benny Toller and the and the Buffaloes there. Yeah, very good. Okay, so um, let's jump into this tournament. Um, I'm calling it the the ACHA tournament from I don't know where. Um, it's in in Chicago. Nineteenth, uh, twentieth, and twenty-first of November. Um, I don't know if you have it in front of you. Uh, I'm in my car, so I don't necessarily have it in front of me. Um, if you can find it while I yammer on, uh, so we make sure we don't miss any teams. I do know Arizona State from the WCHL is going. I do know that UNLV from the WCHL is going. I do know the defending champions from Adrian are going to be there. I do know that Liberty is going to be there. I do know that Illinois is going to be there. Uh, yeah. Who am I missing? Considering it's in I'm Chicago, missing. they're hosting it. Yeah. Yeah. So, who am I missing? So you said ASU. That's check. Uh, you said Adrian. Good. Liberty. Good. Uh, UNLV. Good. Is that it? That's all you said, right? Okay. So there's. So you got got about half of them or four of them. You. Oh, Illinois. You said. So that's check there. You. Uh, you I got said Liberty. Liberty. I got that. Yeah. Check that off. Okay. So here are the other teams that you did not mention. Uh, Davenport will be in. Will be playing. Uh, Minot State will be playing. How could I miss them? The number one team in the country. Number one team in the country, and Rhode Island will be playing. Ah, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Okay, so so that'll be a huge weekend, um, and, and that will that will get that, the computers churning. Yes, that'll be uh, that'll be th uh, three days. I believe they're gonna they're gonna play a guarantee of three games. I was talking with the UNLV coach. Uh, Vigneri Greener, Anthony Vigneri Greener the other night about it, and he was kind of giving me a little insight on it. The only thing I, I know for sure, and I think he confirmed this with me. Well, he told me this, and I, so I think it's confirmed, but that the first matchup that UNLV will have on that in that tournament will be Adrian. So that if that's the case, that's ought to be a really good matchup. You're going to have the defending champs, Adrian, against UNLV. And so it should be uh, – should, that should be a really fun matchup. Uh, there will be a lot of good matchups over these three days with this, but uh, – um, I'm looking forward to that, and I think it'll be exciting because it'll be kind of a little mini taste of a ACHA tournament. You're gonna have some good teams that are probably gonna be in the mix when it comes to to the ACHA tournament, and the format is I think three games in three days. And they're certainly was saying that depending on who you draw on the next day, you could get an early time, so you could be playing 10 or 11 in the morning. Well, that's a set up a lot of the early rounds in the ACHA tournament, so um, it's gonna be kind of a nice little. Um, you know, UNLV's done this in the past. Uh, they've done this thing in Chicago, but I think this is the biggest field that they've had for this. And not only the uh, biggest, but maybe the best, because uh, yeah. when you bring in teams like Adrian, Minot State, uh, Liberty, um, if, if you brought Lindenwood in, you'd have probably the top four or five teams in the country. <laughs> so, and so it's going to be interesting. My hope is to get there uh, and see what happens. Uh, well, let's, I'm, well, let's I'm look still at stuck right in now. Colorado. <laughs> well, let's look at it right now. So, if let's, I'm looking back at this ranking, so Adrian right now is number nine. I mean, the rankings will change before, before before this thing takes place in a few weeks. But Adrian right two now more is at, times. two more two times, two more times right. before then. Adrian's at number nine right now. Arizona State, you know, they're down at uh, 24. Davenport is number 10. Illinois, well, Illinois is is dropped off. They've kind of had a rough uh, start to the se season, but. Um, they finally dropped off because of the computer part of it. Uh, Liberty is uh, number three. Uh, Minot stays, we mentioned, is number one. UNLV is number eight. And uh, Rhode Island, I uh, don't know if I don't see them on the top 25. But, yeah, but there's a lot of good good teams in that. It's a lot of the top, top ten teams in this field of uh, ten. So it should be a good three days of, of hockey out there in Chicago. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, let's take one more quick break and let's uh, come back and talk about the WWCHL for a minute. And then we'll wrap things up with uh, what's happening in the WCHL this week and uh, in the future. So get yourself prepared. Read that, read that newsletter. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by offensive ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Hi, this is Alex King, the captain of the University of Utah Utes. You're listening to Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Indeed you are, folks. That is uh, Alex King, the uh, captain, as you heard, from UNLV, uh, UNLV Utah Utes Hockey. And uh, we appreciate Alex for jumping in and uh, giving us a quick shout out. Um, if you want your captain to do that, by all means, let us know. I'd be happy to uh, record it and uh, and get them on there as well. But Scott Strandy with you tonight from just outside the Budweiser Event Center in beautiful Loveland, Colorado, as we go uh, podcast after dark. Um, man, I kind of feel like I'm on the Pac-12 or something. I'm putting on a, a show after everybody's asleep. But we just need uh, a little. We need like Bill Walton <laughs> type uh, person on this show, like he does with the yeah. the college basketball games and the late night windows there. During yeah, the we don't need that. Let's just get back to our 7:30 <laughs> stuff again. Uh, Stephen Marsh, my co-host, is always joining me from Las Vegas and staying up late as uh, as usual for me as well. So. Uh, and a shout out to Terry, our producer. I mean, she's she's in the Central Time Zone tonight, and yeah, so it's almost midnight. Almost, min almost midnight there for her. Yeah, she's she's hoping that this whole thing doesn't turn into a pumpkin and we just fall apart at midnight. But uh, you never know. Um, so that's that's the way things have uh, have kind of circulated. There is one thing that I, I want to mention before we get into the WWCHL. Uh, there's another very special game going on in Arizona. It's uh, December 11th, Saturday night in Prescott Valley. If you're familiar with that, what a beautiful facility they have, a facility that was built for IHL hockey back in the day. Um, the Arizona Sundogs played there. They since have uh, left the, uh, the uh, friendly confines of Prescott Valley. But um, Catfish, uh, Satish, it's, uh, Atelli, is uh, the guy in charge there, and he loves hockey. He's a big hockey guy, and he's managed to put together a, a one-night stand, if you will, between the University of Arizona and Grand Canyon. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun on uh, December 11th. Um, hoping to bring the Prescott Valley fans out. They used to pack that place, Stephen, when uh, when the IHL games are played there. And um, they're hoping that they're going to uh, pack the place for uh, – for a WCHL matchup between two teams that uh, are uh, pretty fierce competitors. Well, they are, and the two have already met once already this season. That was back in 
uh, Grand Canyon at the uh, Arizona Ice Arcadia. And Grand Canyon won. That was their first home game of the season, and they beat Arizona in that game. And they're actually going to play this weekend in Tucson at Tucson Arena against Arizona uh, on the road there. So that'll be fun for them. And then, of course, the game on the 11th will be won't count for WCHL standings, but certainly will count for ACHA standings and rankings. Oh, and stuff. you had to, you just had to go down that road. Well, didn't you? I, I did. Chris Perry, Chris Perry, if you're listening, just close your ears, cover your ears, do something, step away from it because Steven's talking about the WCHL games that are standing games and not standing games. Go ahead. Well, we want, we need to throw that out there. So we're, when the rankings come out, cause it confused me, but anyways, but I figured, I think I've got to figure it out now, but it, it should be fun. Cause those, that's a good, Rivalry, uh, those in-state schools will. That'll be a good rivalry game, and uh, it'll be fun for for Grand Canyon to host that there and in that facility. And and we'll, we'll whether it's counts in the WCHL standings or not, we will definitely make that our our WCHL game of the week that week, and and maybe just as a, maybe a standalone feature in itself. But that's also going to be the last weekend of games before the Christmas break. So, um, so that'll be a good way to kind of go into that. Um, that weekend, so it should be uh, should be a lot of fun. We're hoping we're both going to be there for that. So um, yeah, and, and I should shout that out. It's it's uh, the Finlay Toyota Center is the official name of the Prescott Valley um, Arena there. But man, folks, if you haven't been there, uh, you got to get there. It, it's just a fantastic facility. And why they don't pack that place, and why they don't have uh, an ECHL team or something um, well, is beyond well, the Arizona, me. The Arizona Coyotes are going to need a new home, maybe. <laughs> They could play there temporarily for a little bit. I don't think they could sell it out. Oops. Oh. Sorry. That was a low did blow. You, My bad. You, you My didn't bad. say that, did you? You didn't not, say that, did you? Not. I didn't I didn't say that. But um That's uh, why this is after dark. Yeah. So so let me throw this out there. Will the Coyotes win more games this year or will the Cardinals? <laughs> I love I love that you're throwing that out there. <laughs> this is what happens when you do a podcast at nine, ten thirty at night. <laughs> We're just getting so off track, but at um, 9, 10, 30 at night, it's 10, 56 p.m. here, local time, Stephen. I still got an hour to drive back to my hotel, and I got to get some gas, and I got to do other things. Oh, and, my gosh. Uh, First yeah. world problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But Okay, oh, so tell me about the WWCHL, because uh, Arizona State women are loving hosting uh, their own little mini tournament, if you will, in Springfield, Spring Vegas, if you will. Um, we we had uh, uh, the play-by-play guy on <laughs> last week, and he, he didn't get to go to Vegas because he had to cover that. So uh, do you want to tell us what that was all about? Yeah, I'm sure he, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure looking back at how that went, I'm sure, I'm sure Mr. Kasson is uh, maybe not yeah, as I'm sorry. Upset I should have said that. his name, Steve Casson. Steve Casson, uh, yeah. Yeah, what what a great guest the, the, he was too. And the and long bus he's... ride, and then the long, you know, I'm sure I'm sure he would have loved loved that long long bus ride. But um, yeah, and, and was... having and having to deal with you because you were doing play by play in the opposite side. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. He would have had to put up with me. That would have that would have been fun for him. But um, hopefully, uh, people got to hear those and did okay on those. But uh, let me let me let me yeah. Let's talk about the women's. Uh, hockey team because uh they well it's cool because they really embraced being there i mean yeah, and they put this on it you're right it's it's they host it but it's in missouri so go figure there but this is i guess a few years they've done this but you know just looking back at their their social media they had a game against uh, maryville and they and they won that a couple of goals from ketchum martin maine murphy and sassini had goals in that um and then you had uh a game against uh the next night i think it was uh, or maybe that was that was the final game, but yeah. So then Lindenwood beat him the, the next day. Uh, but you know, I'm looking back at their their social media and congrats to uh, Haley Martin and Shay uh, Sashini. Sashini, hopefully I said that right. Uh, probably did not, but that's okay. Well, that's not okay. We'll get it right at some point with their first uh, collegiate goals uh, in that game. So congrats to them on that. Um, and then they also played. Um, well, Lindenwood, but I, but I thought this was cool. Is that one of the things they did when they while they were there, is they visited an elementary school. This here it is an Arizona State women's a women's team from Arizona State going to visit a elementary school in Springfield, Missouri, and they did that. They went to Weller Elementary in Springfield, Missouri, and and 
said hi and played some PE games with the with the folks there. So I, I thought that was really cool that they, they did that, that they really take this opportunity to go to Missouri, host this tournament, but also be to make this trip to a school, a, a school that they're not even, you know, they don't even live in the area. They don't even play in the area. And they go and they, they do that. And, and that's just, that's really, that's, that's really a cool, cool thing. So kudos to them for, for doing that. Well, I think what we should do is mic up uh, Coach Cook because he's just uh, he's just full of knowledge. He just sent me a message or on the chat if you saw it that uh, ASU women's head coach Lindsay Ellis is the sister of uh, MSU D three assistant coach. So okay. there's oh, your oh. connection right there. But well, there again, go. congratulations to Tyler them. Ellis. He says Tyler Ellis is what he says. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And. Um, uh, the GCU women came to Colorado and played uh, Colorado State and Colorado. And uh, our own Robert Schneidmiller's daughter, Hannah, got her first college victory uh, last weekend. So congratulations to Hannah and Robert uh, for that as well. And then um, this is kind of fun. Air Force's club women's team is in Phoenix this weekend to play, I believe, Grand Canyon and Arizona State. So uh, that's kind of cool because they, they never had Air Force come to uh, Arizona so uh, lots lots of things going on in the uh, in the WWCHL and of course Utah is playing in that and uh, the Colorado schools so there's a there's a lot of competitive women's hockey going on in the WWCHL and uh, as they get closer to tournament time um, you're going to see a real explosion uh, of talent on that level as well yeah yeah you you will and uh it's uh it's really cool to to see that and and hopefully we'll be able to to give them some more attention here as the season goes along and when we focus so much heavily on the WCHL on the men's side and 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 there's been so much action there and and we 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 kind of have neglected the women's side of things a little bit but hopefully we can kind of give some focus to them as well on these shows and and then some features going forward and just I I put that blame on you <laughs> you put it on me. Huh? <laughs> I'm too tired, and I work too hard, so I'm going to put that blame on you. Uh, no, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. Um, okay, let's do this. You know, let's the, take- this, this. This is a good problem. I mean, last year we've talked about this before. Last year we didn't have. We were finding signings. Now we have so much, and this was gonna. I knew this was gonna be the case. We had so much going on that we can't fit everything into everything we're doing between the, the stuff we're doing for this podcast, the ACHN and the other things that you're involved with, with the NCAA, we're trying to fit in the AHL in there. And we even try to give some attention to the NHL still. And, and you know, it's just, we need to have more people on board. So <laughs> there's not enough of us. There's not enough of us. <laughs> we can't be everywhere. You try to be everywhere. You go to all as, these places. You drive 14 Paul, hours a day. But as, he, Paul Horn, as Paul Hornstein always tells me, you know, I can't clone you, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Paul is anyway. locked in his, his house in, in Long Island there. He can't go anywhere. So. Uh, no, but that he might. He's, he's contemplating going to see Quinnipiac play uh, Arizona State next weekend. So we've gotten to the contemplation stage. I don't know if he's going to get past that or not, but uh, I will shout that out this weekend too. I'm going to see the number one uh, team in the country in St. Cloud State at uh, Colorado Springs taking on Colorado College, who last weekend, oh my goodness, did they have an explosion of, uh, of goal scoring for a team that uh, is not known for scoring goals in Colorado College in an 8-1 victory over their arch rival uh, Air Force, and they kept the Pikes Peak Trophy, and uh, the boys were very, very happy about that. So I will visit with uh, uh, the captain, Brian Yoon, tomorrow. I will also visit with uh, head coach Chris Mayotte tomorrow, and then Friday and Saturday uh, the action begins. I will also shout out our Tuesday night show. We had the head coach from the number one team in the country in NCAA hockey. We had Brett Larson on the show with us, so if you want to get back and listen to that one, uh, great stuff from Brett. Um and what would you expect? I mean, he's a bulldog, right? So, I mean, you'd only expect good things, right, Stephen? If you say so. <laughs> okay, let's take one more quick break, and then let's come back and wrap how much, up. How much more time we got left in this show? <laughs> uh, we don't have much uh, <laughs> because I'm getting tired and I got to drive yet. Okay, let's, so uh, let's take Mike, one more quick break. This might be our first under an hour show. We usually go over, but we might, <laughs> this one might be less than an hour away we're going. Yeah, it's podcast after dark. All right, we'll be right back. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. 
is the quality of the spirit used and if you want to make the best margaritas or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila then roger klein's cancion tequila is the brand for you award-winning roger klein's cancion tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day find your bottle be it in arizona or elsewhere in the u.s visit us at mexicanmoonshine.com Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, award-winning taste since 2011. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. This is Adam Trunko, captain of the CU Buffs, the UNACHA hockey team, and you're listening to Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Indeed you are, Adam Trunko. Uh, you are listening to Club Hockey Southwest Weekly from the captain of the Colorado Buffs, uh, who will be playing in the, our game of the week. Uh, still not sure how I'm going to pull this one off yet, but... Uh, Nonetheless, it's we need to clone you. Like Paul said, we need to clone you. <laughs> no, he said he can't clone me. Oh, he can't clone you. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, so, so that'll be happening uh, up in uh, beautiful Fort Collins as uh, Colorado and Colorado State uh, do battle. Um, once again, Scott Serrani with you outside the Budweiser Event Center in Loveland, Colorado, as we do podcast after dark. My co-host is always Stephen Marsh from beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, where things just continue to rock on. Hey, did they play Viva Las Vegas after uh, both wins for you when you were doing the uh, the podcast? Right. I mean, the play-by-play. No, they don't play. They don't play Viva uh, Las Vegas at the end of the UNLV. They do that at the Golden Knights games. I know they should be Viva doing Las it at Vegas, UNLV. But... Let's talk to those guys and see if they can give Viva Las I Vegas. They, I think they and, play the. I think they play the Rebel Fight song. Uh, oh, okay. Well, anyway. I guess that's that's more fitting. But uh, yeah. maybe there needs to be a uh, Viva Spring Vegas and for Spring. And I think. What do you think about that? The, and I think the Silver Knights play uh, uh, like a jazzy or some sort of version of Viva Las Vegas, not the Elvis version, but they play some sort of different version of it so yeah maybe well, UNLV needs to find another version of the song and find play it for their games i haven't gotten this in yet so just hold on a minute i gotta get one more thing in before we uh before we say goodnight here so hold on Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a famous that's good. That's good. We need to wake, we need to wake people up for the last ten minutes of this show. That was good. Uh, that was from Missouri State. Right. Oh, I love that goal horn. Absolutely love it, Coach Cook. That's for you, my friend. Um, well, hopefully, they'll be uh, hearing a few of those. Well, they're not going to be at home this weekend, so they'll they'll be on the road. So they score a lot of. Hopefully, they don't hear a goal horn because that means the home team has scored uh, a goal or two. But okay, so so give us the rundown. What's going on this weekend? I already teased the uh, Colorado Colorado State. What else is going on, Stephen? Well, you've got uh, let's see. You've got Utah is going to be at Arizona State. Uh, you're going to have uh, University of Central Oklahoma is going to. This will be a fun matchup at Iowa State. Iowa State not a WCHL team, but that is Iowa State a very good team. Uh, they are off to a really strong start. And I don't know what I forget what the, the record is, but it's it's real impressive. Uh, anyways, oh, 13 and one. Yeah, they're, they're 13 and one. They've already played 14 yeah, that, that's, games. That's a lot of wins to not many losses. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's good math. Yes. Uh, Missouri State, as we, <laughs> as we mentioned, it will be at Oklahoma. So a chance for Missouri State to, to rebound from their Vegas trip in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, of course, looking to kind of get back in the in the mix there. They're towards the bottom right now, but they've, they haven't played too many conference games, so that that'll be a big weekend for for certainly for Missouri State to to continue to keep themselves at the top, and then Oklahoma trying to make 
make a little bit of a push. Uh, and then you got, of course, you mentioned this earlier as well. GCU will be at Arizona. And so if you're GCU, uh, you know, GCU is a team that we kind of went into the season where we just didn't really know what what to expect. We kind of we kind of thought it would be a fun team to watch. And, and right now they're kind of in the middle. I mean, they had – They've had some hiccups. They've had a really rough weekend against Missouri State, but they've they've kind of held serve. They played Arizona already, and they beat them, and and I th- and they've had some some good games. Uh, so they're right in the in the mix. So uh, it's going to be in Arizona at, at Tucson, though. So that that'll be real tough. But um, we'll see how that goes. So that'll be an intriguing intriguing matchup too. Um, and then Colorado, as you mentioned, will be at CS, CSU, and and those will be the, the same games for. Saturday. All those games are two game sets. So yep, on Friday absolutely. And Saturday. So that's going to be a, a really full weekend. Um, why don't you run through the rankings one more time? Just the top fifteen, because uh, as we know, there, there's auto bids. So if the tournament were to start right now, give us the top fifteen teams, if you would. You have that handy, or sure, sure, yeah. Minot State, <laughs> sure. Minot State's number one. Lindenwood number two. Uh, Liberty eight. Uh, number three. Uh, Stony Brook number four, uh, Central Oklahoma number f- uh, number five, Iowa State is number six. So that's why I said that's gonna be a big big game for for uh, UCO uh, because they're number five. So that's gonna be a five six matchup. So that'll be good. Uh, Missouri State number seven, UNLV who is not playing this week and they're they're off this week. You know UNLV has played every they've, they've played every weekend so far since the season has started. Well, since October started, so they need a much needed break for them as they get ready for a lot of road games in the month of November. And we've talked to that part of that will be that Chicago uh, Classic. But uh, so they're number eight, Adrian number nine, Davenport ten, Jamestown eleven, uh, Indiana Tech twelve, Maryville we've, we've talked about before as number thirteen. Uh, so how about Maryville? Nice, nice to see them at thirteen. Uh, Arizona number fourteen, and Utah number fifteen. So, so and here's the thing with Maryville. Of course, that's John Hogan's team, right? right. Uh, John Hogan, who went uh, and played at the University of Arizona and graduated from the University of Arizona, uh, did some coaching uh, after his playing days at the University of Arizona. Now he's one one spot ahead of. Uh, his mentor, if you will, Chad Berman. So I'm sure there's a little grudge match going on there, and they want to. Uh, Arizona wants to get past that again. So uh, no doubt about that. Yeah, no doubt about that. So it's going to be. Uh, it's it's fun. We look at the rankings now. This is still way early. I mean, we're we're what in first month of first week of November, and then. The season goes until what, February is, I think, when the final rankings will be out. So we've got a few months still to come, and and it's going to be fun to see what happens the next uh, few months to see what kind of movement we have. Um, this is where you really start to see some movement because, it, like you said, it's based on a com- on, on a computer, and I I, th- I expect Minot State and and Lindenwood will will battle out all year long for that one and two spot liberty of course right in the mix too and and uh well, cannot- Stephen, that's where i think that chicago classic is going to really um throw some wrenches into that computer because uh there's a lot of ranked teams there almost all if they aren't all almost all of them are ranked and um that that could really mess things up uh or if you're if you're a team that goes in there and wins all three games um it could really help you yeah, I think as I said earlier, eight. I think eight of the, or there's eight teams. So four of or six of the eight teams, I believe, right as of right now, are ranked: uh, Adrian, ASU, Davenport, uh, Liberty, Minot State, and, and UNLV. Um, so the only two that's Illinois. Well, Arizona Illinois. State is twenty-four. So well, they Arizona are ranked too. Yeah, that's what I said. ASU is ranked. Yeah. So okay, those, I miss that. That's okay. I know it's been a long day for you. So it's getting late. It's time it's to say goodnight. Late. What time is it? It's eleven thirteen there right now. Yeah, it's it's time to go to bed. <laughs> what else you want? Right. What else you got for us, Scott? What else you want? Uh, we have we have nothing more. We're gonna take a little. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna take a little uh, time off here and uh, get some rest and be back next week. But the big thing on tonight, folks, is that the computers have now taken over and the uh, the rankings are much more consistent with what they should be. Um, we're excited about it. We're certainly happy to uh, see that uh, the WCHL has uh, five teams in the top 15 and six in the top 25. 
Um, and it's just going to get more competitive, more competitive and more competitive. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it's going to be. So, um, as things get rolling, you can expect to see some really good hockey. And I mentioned the, uh, December 11th, uh, event at Prescott Valley at the Finlay Toyota center, and then also the Chicago classic. And then, uh, then it becomes head to head stuff as you go down the stretch and you, you accumulate points and hope that you have the most points at the end and get that WCHL auto bid to the national tournament, which again is being played at the Centene Center in beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. So, all right, we're going to end it a little bit early. So uh, say goodnight, Stephen. <laughs> sure. I think we should, I think we should save this show and, and send it in for whatever, whatever awards you can get for podcast shows or for sort of radio shows or whatever. Cause it's <laughs> podcast this, after dark. This, this might've been our best episode yet. I think it deserves right, some sort friend. of award. <laughs> take, take it away. From the Summer Skate Studios, Club Hockey Southwest Weekly was brought to you by Boost Mobile. Whether it's new phone for yourself or your child's first phone, go to boostmobile.com and click on deals to find the phone that's right for you. Caesars Entertainment, wherever you're bound, there's bound to be a Caesars Resort across the U.S. or worldwide. UNLV Hockey, play ACHA D1 Hockey in Hockey Mad Las Vegas. Go to rebelhockey.com and see if the bright lights and championship mindset is for you. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Be it a loaded in Vegas dish or a rack of ribs, this is barbecue Las Vegas style. By Summer Skates, just because summer is gone doesn't mean we like our drinks to be warm. Get your personalized koozies and more. Go to IcetimeHockeySW.com and click on the green tab of the Squad Locker banner to get yours. The University of Arizona, ACHA D1 Hockey, home of the two-time defending WCHL champions. Buy M-Drive supplements to fuel your drive. Visit MDriveForMen.com and refine your prime with M-Drive. And by Behind the Mask, in the net, up the ice, or in line, serving the Arizona hockey community and beyond since 1994. See us at BehindTheMask.com. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and available for download at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IceTimeHockeySW.com network. And I did want to mention this real quick. One last thing about the rankings. I, I wanted to mention this when, during the show, but we, as we know, this is a late show, and we've gone off the rails a few times. But we'll bring it back in real quick to mention this note. For, and we talked about Utah being in the rankings now. And for them, this is a significant for them because – they are. Uh, this will be the first. This is the highest ranking that they've ever received since joining the Division One of the ACHA, and as I said, would qualify for nationals if they stayed inside that top twenty. So their previous highest ranking uh, was in twenty seventeen when they were ranked number twenty one. So, uh, so this is their highest ranking at number fifteen. So, congrats to Utah, to Morgan Feeney, AJ Bolden, the whole coaching staff, the players there, and hopefully they can continue to have a, a good season that, that they're off to right now. They're off to a good start. In, and and be right in the mix. We've we said I and, and Coach Feeney said at the beginning of the season they want to make make some noise and uh, they certainly have done that so far and and they've been rewarded now with the computer recognizing them at number fifteen. So congrats to them and we'll see how it plays out the rest of the season. Absolutely. Well, before they lock me in the parking lot here at the Budweiser Event Center, uh, big shout out to everybody here at uh, the Colorado Eagles and Kevin McGlue for uh, everything that uh, they do for us. It's it's. Uh, it's fantastic. How was I mean, your meal? Oh, I know you were you were yeah. looking forward to that. Yes, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Pork tenderloin, corn, and mac and cheese. Can't oh, beat it. And I got there it. just in time to pick it up too because I almost didn't make it. But anyway, that's a, that's a story for another um, late night podcast. But all right, we'll we might have to do more of these. These were so great. No, we might no, have to we're do not. more. We're not going to do any more of these. We're done. <laughs> it's, it's time to go. All right, we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro, and we'll ask you all to. Uh, Step in again next week for uh, Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Of course, Sunday night, it is uh, College Hockey Southwest Live. And, boy, do we have some stuff to talk about then. Of course, Monday night's Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. And Tuesday night, College Hockey Southwest Weekly, our staple, the uh, the place where it all began. And the Quad Pod of Hockey Podcasts available 7.30 p.m. normally, 
Mountain Time Live on the Podbean although, app. Although we or should try to download anywhere that you get it anywhere. Uh, although you your podcast. I went to a midnight game earlier this year. Maybe we should try yeah, doing quit. a midnight podcast. Quit. 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 <laughs> Just well, so you can head. experience what it's like Say to do something night, at midnight. <laughs> Say goodnight, Stephen. Good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs>